The good, the bad, and the ugly from Friday night. The Arizona Cardinals fall to the Kansas City Chiefs in preseason game number two. A full recap. And the Arizona Cardinals have three players in the top 40 of the NFL's top 100, according to their peers. All that and more this episode, Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Somebody slapping the bass now on our opening. <laughs> a little change, a little tweak to our uh, opening music. It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals, Rise Up Red Sea, at B-O-B-R-A-C-K, at Clancy's Corner on Twitter, and at Locked On AZ Cards. Um, man, <clears throat> it was a uh, it was a rough Friday night. It, it not a lot of things went well, especially for the the players that we're expected to watch uh, every Sunday for the Arizona Cardinals. We're gonna get the main takeaways, and there's gonna be a lot of conversation about this first team offense. Kyler Murray, uh, really for the first time, I think under some fire. Alex, we'll get into that. But Kyler Murray also some good news this weekend as we as you kind of tend to take some time, put things in perspective and you realize how good this young man's been, despite a rough performance in his preseason debut, getting some respect. So does Buda Baker and assumingly so depending on how things go later this week, Deandre Hopkins. Yeah. And this is the list that counts, even though, Twitter is ablaze. Oh, my favorite player is too low. That's just what it's going to be. It's like asking an employee if they're getting paid enough. It's always going to say, it's always going to be no. I want more. I want more. You greedy bastards with, uh, yeah, there's three Cardinals in the top 40 that will run down. Um, this of is the, the one that counts though. Yeah. Of, of the NFL top 100. And this is the one that counts. This is from the peers. These are the guys that play against each other. You know, I'm sure there's vendettas and I'm sure, you know, you're not going to vote for your favorite player to be ranked or your least favorite player to be ranked highly. But you know what? Uh, one was a little higher than I thought and one was a little bit lower. And we'll see where DeAndre Hopkins falls into play in the top 10. I'm kind of interested to, to hear who you think was higher than you thought. So, yeah, we'll get into that. Of course, today's episode, the NFL season is about to begin. Nobody covers it like the yes. on NFL podcast. Got to tell you about that on August 30th. Through September 8th, we have the Locked On's Ultimate Season Preview. It's taking you through every team, every division, to help with the help of Odyssey's lineup of NFL experts. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts to tune in beginning August 30th. Now, I think that's the same feed for our Mock Draft. So if you already are subscribed to the Mock Draft, you should be ready to go as far as the season preview is concerned from the Locked On Podcast Network. Can't wait for that. Uh, just a stable of just NFL experts. Brian Baldinger, I would assume, is involved with this. Ross Tucker, who I really enjoyed watching on the Eagles coverage on Thursday Night Football uh, for the NFL Network. Ross Tucker always dialed in as far as the insight. But, um, yeah, man, Friday night, the Arizona Cardinals just came out of the gates, fell on their face. It was it was a brutal performance. I will say this, uh, the offensive performance, because I thought the defense, it was very reminiscent of 2018 where the defense wasn't overmatched. They actually kind of held their own against uh, a really good Kansas City Chiefs offense. I mean, wouldn't you call Patrick Mahomes' game uneven for the most part? Like, he, he still was in preseason form. He was rusty. 
Yeah. Yeah. He was rusty, but he was rusty. But when you look at even when Colt McCoy came in, it's like, why is it so hard for Kyler to get the ball off? When yeah. everybody else, it just seems like we saw a lot of that last year. Now, again, not jumping to conclusions. This is the data that we have to break down. So we're doing such, you know, um, Bo, it's starting to tip the meter a little bit, at least through two preseason games. The defense is the strength of this team. And it begs the question even more, why is Cliff Kingsbury at the helm? Um, yeah. Well, yeah, that's not something to celebrate. You being right for that one. Because that means that there's going to be this potential catastrophic collapse of front office and coaching staff if that's what it ends up being towards the end of the season. Now, what we saw, negative one total yards when Kyler Murray was taking snaps. Um, but during that time, as you mentioned, Isaiah Simmons looked good. Zayvon yeah. Collins looked good. Robert Alford got beat once and flashed once. Like, all of the question marks, and I'll equate this to the Chandler Jones and Patrick Peterson conversation we've had over the last two or three seasons, where it's like, you don't even bring them up because you just expect them to perform. It's everybody else that you're talking about. The same kind of thing goes for Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. And then you kind of see Isaiah Simmons kind of growing up a little bit in front of our eyes. What an offseason does, what maybe J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones do, uh, do for him on the field. Maybe him and Zayvon Collins already have their bromance ready and they're going to explode in the regular season. I mean, we've seen much more good things than not so good things from Isaiah Simmons specifically. And that's a great positive takeaway, regardless of the ineptitude of the offense so far. Yeah, no doubt about it. Leave in the comments where you think the Arizona Cardinals actually perform well on Friday night. We appreciate that. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe. And yeah, we're, we're, we, we usually debut premiere in these episodes right around noon and we're in the chat. We're uh, mixing it up with you guys talking Cardinals football. Um, let's continue with some of the good things, some of the positive takeaways before we kind of get into this a little bit. Byron Murphy, of course, the pick uh, looked just he looked like a wide receiver one kind of tiptoeing in the end zone and uh, makes the pick off of Patrick Mahomes, who was in the red zone and makes a very uncharacteristic mistake. Byron Murphy, I thought, played well, uh, staying on the defensive side. Another decent performance, not like his week one performance, but Marco Wilson showed up. He had, uh, I think, like a pro football focus rating in the 70s, which is fine. Isaiah Simmons, Zayvon Collins, uh, man, when he blew up Jarek McKinnon, and then had Patrick Mahomes on the run like it was the Super Bowl again. I mean, that that had you pumped up. There were a couple moments where Zayvon Collins was just uh, embracing contact and just uh, just bowling kids over out there. It's got you excited. And you're like, and I think Isaiah Simmons, like much like Zayvon Collins flashed in week one, I think Isaiah Simmons, you were just like, okay, we, he was pretty quiet. And we saw something from him that has us encouraged for the regular season. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the open field tackles is what it is. Yeah. You know, there were a couple open field tackles where he was the aggressor. It's like, you know, it's like he's a great Dane going up against Chihuahuas and he doesn't know his own strength. And these Chihuahuas are barking at him, but he doesn't know his own strength. And he's starting to see it. I mean, excuse the excuse the crude one. But I mean, that's that's kind of where it's at. I mean, what and we talked about this after the first week. As long as these rookies and second year players don't look lost, that's a win. Isaiah Simmons looked lost the majority of last season. He kind of came on towards the tail end. You know, he had the interception in overtime, and, and he and he Bobby Boucher, Cam Newton, which ended up being a penalty, but that was the biggest hit that we saw from Isaiah Simmons during his during his rookie campaign. He looks aware. It looks like the game has slowed down at least a little bit for him, and that's a huge win for the former eighth overall pick. I mean, there are some cherry-picked good things that are going to be part yeah. of the foundation for the Cardinals moving forward. And Byron Murphy mentioned, I kind of see him on the – 
on the same kind of bell curve as Christian Kirk, where it's like, this is the year. This is the year. And Christian Kirk was injured. It wasn't necessarily his fault. I still think the offense is kind of, you know, um, clipping his wings as well. But this is Byron Murphy's year to show. Are you going to get a second contract with the Cardinals? We'll find out this year. I mean, if they're smart, you know, it's, it really seems like Byron Murphy is poised for a massive year. And we, we see one day, you know, rookie or young corners are pretty pedestrian, you know, and just trying to keep their head above water at the NFL level. And then they pop. And then next thing you know, a guy like Jair Alexander for the Green Bay Packers is just a normal guy. And then he's already he's in a conversation for one of the top five corners in the league. You know, Byron Murphy has that ability. You know, he during his, his draft class, he was considered one of the top corners in that class. It's taken a little bit longer than some of those other guys like, you know, Jalen Ramsey and the guy I just mentioned, Jair Alexander. And I'm not saying he's in that conversation just yet, but he's got this skill set to potentially do it. And boy, that pick off Patrick Mahomes was spectacular. Um, consistent kicking game. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be behind that. Every week, Matt Prater hit his only attempt uh, in the in the contest, and Ross Travis, the uh, the big former basketball hoop star from Penn State, he's been in the league for a while. You know, he makes a big play, twenty yard touchdown catch from Chris Trevler with a touch. Yeah, who balled out? Chris Trevler was efficient throwing the football, five for six, seventy four yards in the tutty. Uh, didn't run the ball as much, and I think that was probably the game plan. I think it's like, okay, Chris, we know what you can do with your legs. Why don't you just show us that you can be also a uh, a passer in this league? He had a he had a good performance. You know what? I'll tell you what. Um, he bowled over some people again. Like this is a situation where you keep him on the roster, you put him as an athlete, an ATH or whatever you did in college, a translatable version in the NFL. And on third and three, you bring him in. You know that he can throw the ball well enough to keep the defense honest or you just have him run over Rodney Hudson and get first downs. Like the dude is probably the most forceful person with the ball on the roster. That fair to say, I mean, he's a linebacker, you know, I mean, we're going to get into who you thought could be the most forceful and definitely didn't show that. I don't know what, uh, I don't know why James Conner had tap shoes on, but it was, uh, well, let's get into the bad. Let's get into the bad of this game because there's a lot of it. Um, we're not hitting the panic button. We're just breaking down what we saw on Friday night, preseason week two, the Arizona Cardinals fall to the Chiefs 17 to 10. It's locked on Cardinals. Part of your lockdown podcast network, your team every day. One more preseason game, Alex, and it's that time of year again. All eyes turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro college football action this season. Get updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest two hundred thousand dollar NFL survivor contest. It's open now at Bet Online. Head to the website, use your cell, sign up today, and receive your. welcome bonus. They will match every dollar that you put in when you sign up at BetOnline. Be sure to take advantage of the opening day super promo. Make a bet Thursday, September 9th on the season opener between the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. And if you lose your wager, it's refunded. It's like it never happened. Up to $25. If you win, though, you get to keep that money. BetOnline is the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action from football, basketball, baseball, boxing, 
right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online. Your online sports book experts. experts. All right. <laughs> All right. Have you ever wanted to hear Alex talk about, you know, the league from a national perspective? You can hear him tomorrow. He's joining Ross Jackson on the Locked On NFL podcast. You guys are going to be breaking down some rookie quarterbacks, what their fantasy value is going to be. And uh, just a trip around the league should be exciting. Tune in to uh, Alex and Ross tomorrow. There are so many rookie quarterbacks that can make an impact immediately. You know, like Zach Wilson went from what did they do to, oh my God, what have they done? You know, like it's, and, and if you look at a guy like that, they have seven running backs. You know, they have Tevin Coleman, Michael Carter, um, Michael P. Ryan and one more that I can't remember. Um, and they've got, I mean, Corey Davis isn't a bad wide receiver. And Elijah Moore looks to be one of the steals of the draft when they drafted him in the second round out of Ole Miss. So they could be set up. They're going to score a lot of points because their defense isn't good or isn't great. But Zach Wilson surprises me. Like, it's just, it's working. And Trey Lance, Trey Lance has thrown two wide open passes for touchdowns, 49ers fans. So let's chill the hell out on that. Justin Fields, got shellacked for throwing that wide open touchdown pass his, his first game. So Trey Lance, just chill, chill. You and your flap rim, Yeezy wearing head coach. Yeah. You know, it, it was after the game and Trey Lance rebounded from a very brutal start on Sunday night football or Sunday football, whatever, a later game yesterday. And, and Shanahan basically doubled down on what he said a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It's Jimmy G's job. And that's that's what the Cardinals need to anticipate going forward. We'll see what happens with Trey Lance. But also, if you take away that wide open touchdown strike that he threw in week one um, in another open one yesterday, he, he was five for 14 in his debut. He wasn't efficient. That's the big knock on him. You know that he's got the arm strength. It's just on a week by week basis, NFL defenses are going to eat him alive. His release like, bothers me. Yeah, it is. You know, and Philip Rivers' release. I was a Chargers fan, you know, for ten years when I lived in San Diego, and it's like his release was one of the ugliest in football. But Trey Lance's bothers me. Yeah, I mean, he's he he's a me. project. He's a project, yeah. and if he if he has to play heavy, you know, getting a a lot of run this season, it's not going to be good. I don't think for for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Couple risers in the NFL top 100 for the Cardinals. We'll get into that in a little bit, but we want to get into the bad as far as the performance on Friday night. And uh, you don't have to look much further than the offense. The offensive line surrendered five sacks. Um, and then on the other side of it, you didn't have any sacks. We were kind of joking. We thought that this defensive line might make some noise with the starters out. Chandler Jones, Marcus Golden, J.J. Watt, who did mention that he'll be ready to go week one. And he's going to return to practice w- this week. But no sacks. You never like to see that. You never like to see a goose egg. Uh, and then, and I'm saving this cause I'm going good, bad, ugly. Cause the ugly, we haven't even gotten into. Um, I thought it wasn't, it was bad that, uh, Christian Kirk and AJ Green were both on the field and didn't command any targets. Didn't have any receptions either. Yeah. There it were happened. two targets there. There was two targets, one for each of them. And Kyler Murray threw the ball away both times. I think they were yeah. both on third downs, um, not on the same page, you know, but it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's easy to say like, you know, DeAndre Hopkins wasn't on the field, so who's the wide receiver once so you can load you can load your defense on Christian Kirk or AJ Green. Keyshawn Johnson looked good again. I know he's playing against the threes, but the dude's gonna find himself a role here. Um seems to be the wide receiver four. I mean, I guess wide receiver four slash five, depending on injuries and whatnot. 
Uh, yeah, and I'll steal your ugly. I mean, it's the running back room. You know, it, it's like, yeah. are you sure this is good enough, boys? <laughs> Why is Todd Gurley not on this roster? No, um, are you sure this is good enough? Did you know that they averaged five yards per carry on, on Friday night, which is pretty wild. Like, yeah, but a lot of that game. was on back. Like, Eno looked fine again. Um, I'm not. Said Jonathan Ward. Ward yeah, good. they did. And I'll tell you what. We need to see Chase Edmonds get somewhat of a load in the week three game. If they're going to play the starters, it's the tune-up game. You need to play them, right? I know, I know we're far removed from that, from the game on Saturday night. But we need, I mean, we need to see something from them, right? Before this isn't like, let's mask, smokescreen, maybe the ineptitude of this running back room. You got to see it. Got to see Chase Edmonds touch the ball more than two or three times before his first regular season game in his career as an RB1. And I thought that, you know, this is something that we were pounding the table for last year, that when the offense got stagnant and when they came out flat and the passing attack wasn't there, um, that you you were screaming for Cliff Kingsbury to maybe lean on his run game a little bit more. Yeah. And he did the exact same thing that he did last year. His first opportunity to show, hey, I'm a different coach this year, different play caller. And he missed out. You know, he didn't he didn't give Chase Edmonds the opportunity to maybe get some yardage, get some chunk yardage. I mean, Chase Edmonds goes one carry for three yards and then James Conner goes two carries for one yard. And that's that's supposed to be your two headed monster as far as I don't know if if James Conner can play in this offense. And and I know this is just two carries, but I don't know if he has the speed to play in kind of Cliff Kingsbury's rush attack. I just don't know if it works. I mean, if if his only job is going to be you know, the guy to, to pound it in there on the goal line, maybe. But I don't know if he has the speed to get outside and run in this offense. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I don't care if it's three guys getting 10 carries each or eight carries each. You know, like if, you know, Benjamin or Jonathan. I mean, that was kind of his, his, yeah. his approach to the running game. There's no egos. Nobody's getting paid in this backfield. So it's who wants it more. You're going to ride with the hot hand. And the problem with that is. Everybody has a different relationship with their offensive line. Some guys like it tweaked this way. Some guys like it tweaked that way. It's like running a two quarterback system in college. Like there are going to be little tweaks here and there that, you know, it's, it's going to be difficult. And that's why again, trade for Rodney Hudson. It's just ironic that that's kind of the round that you would have taken a running back in the third round, but you trade for Rodney Hudson instead because you didn't want to um, outbid another team. Yeah. And uh, the one last bad before we really get into a little bit more ugly here is, is DJ Humphreys got absolutely abused. By yes, Chris he Jones. sure did. But if you look at their salaries, Chris Jones should beat DJ Humphreys. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, like he's paid so hand. I think he doesn't make upwards of $20 million a year. Well, uh, that's I mean, thank you, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes yeah. was responsible for that. Absolutely. Just, I, I don't know. It was, it was ugly. Hopefully DJ Humphreys isn't. Uh, I mean, if he's going to get beat by Chris Jones once a game, that's a, a player of the caliber of that. That's fine. But uh, if he can take care of the lesser athletes out there, that's fine. That then you'll take that. But it was a it was a rough look for DJ Humphreys. Yeah. Let's get into this ugly real quick because I want to make it quick with Kyler because it's crit- it, We're going to be critical of him. At least I'm going to be. I just think you know there is something to his comments before the game. Like he did not look prepared. And, you know, if this is something that's going to linger, this is going to become a lot bigger issue, a lot bigger. If your franchise quarterback is going to make comments about how he doesn't necessarily see the value or want to play, and I'm paraphrasing there, but doesn't want to play in the preseason and then goes out and lays a dud. 
I just if you if you're going to do it, you got to go out there and ball out and say, "Okay, see, I'm ready." But yeah. he didn't. I still think it's a reflection on Cliff. Well, the play calling was atrocious, and that's the, that's the thing. I about- mean, all of it, all of it. it. Patrick Mahomes apparently said he doesn't like to play in the preseason either, but because Andy Reid is notorious for having some of the toughest practices, people play yep. in the preseason. That's what it is, and it's culture. Sean McVay's gotten away with it because he made a Super Bowl once, where it's like you know what, nobody's playing in the preseason. That's it. But he's yeah. the exception to the rule. This wouldn't fly under a head coach who has the true control of the locker room. And Cliff Kingsbury just says, he's like, you know what? Whatever. I'll bring you snacks. Hopefully we can win some games. It's true. I mean, it's not direct correlative. It's also Kyler Murray's personality. I agree, but we'll see what happens in week three. I think he's got an ego like everybody else does. Every quarterback does. And we'll see. He's proven people's wrong his whole career. Kyler has. We'll we'll find out. I mean, it's you're watching hard knocks and you're watching Dak basically get pissed off because he can't even get reps in practice. And then you've got guys like uh, one of our um, listeners, uh, Twitter followers, M pointed out Baker Mayfield saying like, Hey, if uh, like they said that you can only play in a preseason game, if you start a fight in practice, he's like, I might swing on Saquon Barkley uh, in the, in the joint scrimmage just so I can get in there. Like you, you love that. You love that your, your quarterback's a gamer. And I, I, I have a feeling Kyler is a gamer I just don't know where where this is coming from, and it is look if he if it, if the worst thing about Kyler is that he hates playing in preseason game, that's not the worst thing. Right. As long as he's ready to go week one, but you do want to see a little bit better performance from your franchise quarterback as far as uh, get getting some reps. But it was the first team offense. It was Kyler. It was the play calling. It was pretty ugly uh, for Friday night's game. Nothing really. Nobody really just got absolutely abused on the defensive side of the football. You know, I'll maintain that that was actually remains to be a bright spot. 17-10, one and one in preseason, wrapping things up against the Saints on Saturday in the Caesars Superdome now. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the Caesars Superdome down there in the Big Easy. Yeah, it was boring football on Friday. Good news for <laughs> good news. I mean, it's Kyle. kind of an oxymoron, but I mean, it's boring, yeah. boring football. The top 100. We were trying to guess it. I think we were surprised by the actual uh, results of it. And there's one more to come. Where the biggest risers were for the Arizona Cardinals, we'll tell you. It's coming up. It's the Locked On AZ Cardinals podcast. So, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar, bar none, on the planet. Tasty, healthy. It's where those worlds collide. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's something for everyone. And this protein bar is beating candy bars in blind taste tests. Just straight up taste. But then also take in consideration, you've got 17 grams of protein in each bar, only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. Go to the website right now, built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order by using the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Another great sponsor, Rock Auto, Alex. Yep. Rock Auto, rockauto.com. Family-owned business. They've been online. I mean, dude, we do these four times a week. You got to change it up. Little, little melodic this time. Rockauto.com. Family-owned business. They've been online for 20 years. All you have to do, go to rockauto.com, type what you want in their search box, or just 
browse and find all the amazing things you can get for your car or truck, whether it's your daily driver or weekend convertible rock auto's got you covered. You don't have to go to a chain storefront. You don't have to be like, yo, um, where is this stuff? I don't know where it is. Can you help me? Cause RockAuto.com makes it a lot easier. Cause again, you can do it from the comfort of your own home. The prices are reliably low. You don't get upcharged for not being a manufacturer, which is sweet. Go to rockauto.com, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. It's Bo. It's Alex. It's locked on Cardinals. Part of your lockdown podcast network, your team every day. So one wide receiver said on Friday, he doesn't have the urge to play. Right now, Larry Fitzgerald, we have a we had a full kind of live reaction, knee jerk reaction right after it happened. You can check it out on our YouTube channel. It's YouTube exclusive there. Also, you've got uh, Andy Isabella who missed his second consecutive game. He was, uh, I believe, still on the covid list. He can't get out there in a pretty pivotal preseason for the third year player. Still think he's probably going to make the roster. I just I see Steve Kime digging in on this and uh, they still believe in his skill set, even though. Andy Isabella has not shown the ability to be a consistent wide receiver. Um, looking at the wide receiver room, you know, Greg Dortch, another good game, three catches, 44 yards. It was Antoine Wesley, the former Texas Tech wide receiver, who had a sick catch that was waved off. He had one catch for five yards. So Keyshawn Johnson, two catches for 34 yards. Alex had mentioned that. So, And then we had three more catches from Rondell Moore, 15 yards. He had another carry, one for like, I think, eight or nine yards. So Rondell Moore still being kind of uh, spoon-fed the ball, which is which is encouraging because we really haven't kind of seen that as far as developing wide receivers. But let's get into this conversation real quick about the NFL top 100. At this time last year, Alex, Buda Baker was number 97. He moved up 78 spots this year. And Carter, quarterback Kyler Murray jumped up 51 spots. Some pretty fast risers there as far as... Uh, the Arizona Cardinals are concerned. Buda Baker was 19th. He's a top 20 player in the NFL. That's just three spots below where pro football focus had him as far as the safeties were concerned. Yeah. It's the 17th ranked safety, but he's a top 20 player. Were the rest of the top 100 players in the top 20 safeties? Is that how this works? <laughs> and, then, and then Kyler Murray, was it? It's thir- was he 31? 39. 30, 39. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, 19, that's, I thought it was a little hot. Like I thought I was surprised because of everything we've seen this off season. It's interesting to see the people that have never played football before. And the people that play against him every week kind of vote a little differently. Um, he's got a big smile. He's an He's like a, he's a likable dude and he's a killer. You know, I mean, we, again, we saw it when he just ate George Kittle's lunch two years ago on national TV I think it was Thursday night football. Is that right? I can't remember. I remember he ate George Kittle's lunch and people were like, Oh my God, this guy's smaller, but he can hit. Maybe we should watch, you know, PAC 12 football at two 30 in the morning on the East coast. Maybe there's some good players to go to, to UW. Um, But yeah. And then Kyler 39. Sure. I mean, that's, I I don't have an issue with that. I mean, he didn't, the last half of last year wasn't great. So, I mean, I I totally get it. And uh, the meteoric rise of Buda Baker now he just has to duplicate it and improve upon it. But he does have equal to or better than pass rush from last year. The cornerback room is about the same. And hopefully Jalen Thompson can stay healthy. So his backup dancer and he can can make some noise over the top. 
but yeah, good yeah. for Buddha. Good, good for him getting the recognition. And hopefully this is just, you know, bulletin board refrigerator material for Kyler. I mean, let's not to turn our nose up at 39. That's still a very impressive. Yeah. Mark. It's up from last yeah. year. Right. I mean, if, if, if he's going to be in the top 20 already by year three, I mean, the Arizona Cardinals should have been, a, they probably would have been a playoff team last year. So, you know, it, He's, there, we, we definitely know there's still room for improvement there. 39, I think that's pretty accurate. Buddha, I th- I'm glad that he's getting, you know, the recognition that he deserves. And then there's one more. I mean, we're, there's not going to be a list where DeAndre Hopkins isn't named. They then just burn the whole thing to the ground. So expect DeAndre Hopkins to be named when they unveil that later this week. And now you're looking at the Arizona Cardinals with four, right? Four in the top 100. Is that how it is? J.J. Yeah. Watt was 66. Yep. And then you had the three within the top 50, Tyler 39, Buddha 19. Some people believe that DeAndre Hopkins is going to be, they went all the way down to 11. So he's going to be a top 10 guy, right? Yeah. But I mean, Christian McCaffrey didn't play it all last year. So is he not going to be in? He won't be in it, right? You would think. So, So, I mean, you've got Tom Brady's going to be first. Patrick Mahomes will be second. Yeah. Because, yeah, because he won the Super Bowl. Tom Brady will be two. Or uh, Mahomes will be two. Aaron Donald will be three. You know, it's 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 the age old story. I mean, that's has Derrick Henry been named yet? Probably not. So, I mean, I feel like, um, I feel like DeAndre Hopkins would be like eighth, just enough to piss you off. Devontae Adams would be ahead of him, even though he probably shouldn't be. But yeah. that's the only receiver that's going to be ahead of him. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with the defensive players. Um, a lot of big name defensive players have already been named. Nick Bosa is going to be top ten. Oh no, he won't because he tore his ACL last year. So, yeah, I mean. He has the opportunity to be top seven or top six. I don't see him going any higher than that. It's a lot of talent. I mean, yeah. you, you look at, you know, stupid. You, you can look at these lists as stupid, just as like you look at them at Madden ratings, but there is a perception that the Arizona Cardinals have a lot of talent on this roster. And uh, it's going to come down to that roster and these players performing and being put in positions to be successful. You can't deny that there's talent. People uh, like like uh, Schrager said, you know, when he joined us last week, and I, I encourage you to check out that video of Peter Schrager from Good Morning Football joining us. He's like, sometimes like there's not a lot of run and hype surrounding the Cardinals, but then you look at the moves that they made and you say, oh, they added Rodney Hudson. They added J.J. Watt. They added A.J. Green. They added James Conner to go along with Buda Baker, Chandler Jones, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. It's like, that's a that's a big collection of talent. Now it's a matter of, can they can they get it done? It's going to come down to coaching, and it's going to come down to execution and guys developing and taking a leap. We got more air, locked on Arizona Cardinals coming up all week long, wrapping up the preseason, and then guess what? Regular season's coming up yeah. after that. Cannot wait. It's locked on cards. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at locked on easy cards at Clancy Corner at B O B R A C K, and of course tune in. To Alex Clancy and Ross Jackson tomorrow, a little bonus Clancy on the Locked On NFL podcast. We'll talk to you guys then. Have a good rest of your Monday.